Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Experience Points Starfinder, your favorite all-queer cast Starfinder podcast. As always, we would be grateful if you would take the time to give us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. It would mean the world to us. We hope you're as excited about our show as we are, and we'll also recommend us to your friends, community, everyone. Just talk about us everywhere and how much you enjoy us, because that would be awesome. On Friday, December 14th, around 6.30 p.m. If you're in Seattle, at Cormalon, Kelrick, myself, will be at Outsiders Comic and Geek Boutique playing D&D with our previous guest, Jessica, who played Sitza and is the DM for Bitches and Liches podcast. Jessica will be DMing, and I've got my ticket to play a first-level something. Come say hi if you're in the area. This episode of Experience Points, we get hardened by our time in Burning Archipelago Jail. There are breakdowns, there are prison fights, there are lawyers, and more. At Mew Plays Games even lets us see behind the GM screen a little and tells us about a plan of theirs that was changed because of our character actions. It's a very full episode, so let's get to it. Episode 29, Tales of a Jail Mouse. Greetings, adventure hookers, and welcome back to Experience Points, your favorite queer Starfinder real play podcast. I am your host and GM, Miyu, and joining me today, as always, is our fabulous cast. Hi, I'm Kelrick, and I play Angus, the captain of this crazy crew. Hi, I'm Britt, and I play Mordak, one of the crazy crew. Hi, I'm Kenny, and I play Absco Cash, the crazy pilot and security officer and investigator. <laughs> I'm Steph, and I play Eos Navari, wondering how she ended up with all these crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe that Captain Angus has a recap for us. Take it away, Captain. I cannot believe the situations we find ourselves in. It seems that speed maneuvers are the order of the day. Getting into these situations because we're pissed about George is probably not the best, but I'm not letting Hurt and my crew go without an immediate response. I'm proud of how well Mordax, Absco, and Eos came together. We worked really well and we survived. Mordax had a bit of a moment of panic and I'm so proud of her pulling it together and focusing. She's going to save our hides with her forward thinking. Getting arrested is not how I expected this to end, to be honest, but at least no one else I'm responsible for was hurt. I don't know what's coming next, but it really has me thinking about these religious fanatics. I worry that Iomade will have some of these people as well, and I dread the day I run into them. That's enough introspection. Next foot forward. And so we pick up. You have opened up the back door into the alley, and greeting you are a bunch of sirens and lights and firearms. As you are being told, you are under arrest by order of Chroma Security Forces. Lay down your arms and submit. I very slowly put down the guy we knocked out, his doshko, so that they see me putting a weapon down. And I turned to everyone, I was like, put your weapons down. No one needs to be hurt. Mordax is going to stand up moderately straight, make a show of putting her little laser pistol down. Laser pistol down. <laughs> yeah, Abska's going to holster their laser pistol and put their hands up. He was already didn't All have right. her weapon drawn, so <laughs> hands up. Security forces move in and manacle each of you. Like, as everyone put their weapons down, but before anything else. Thank you all so much for showing up. These people in there, they just attacked us out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get this all sorted out. Thank you so they, much uh, for coming. We were just... Manacle you, know, you and get you all sat down. A number as, of people are speaking to the to the security forces. Go ahead, Absco. As they're, they're doing this, I say to them, we need to have someone message our crew to, to let them know where you're taking us. Don't worry, you'll get your phone call. Mordex will try to get eye contact with every single person so they understand. And are we all man? Are we all sitting next to each other? Near each other, yes. L- lined up against the wall while they they move into the uh, in- into the hallway to clear the building. If there is enough privacy, I want to whisper to Mordax and say, Mordax, 
See if you can get Silverblade to upload that information you have to the ship. We want it mm. more than one place. Yep. Okay. Would Silverblade have wireless access to the ship? I have, oh gosh, I don't know. I have all of that remote stuff, but I don't know. You do have a lot of remote stuff. How I'll tell you what, I will allow you to make a an engineering check to see if that is something that you can make work. All right. I have rolled an 11 plus my 16 engineering check is... 27? With a 27. Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. Boop, 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 boop. Thank you so much, officers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mordax, you're able to, to get your hands around to, to the little pad on, on your belt that they haven't removed just yet and hit a couple buttons and you see the little antenna pop up on the top of Silverblade's head, transmitting a copy of the files back to the ASS Roseate. <laughs> that name still. <laughs> um. Yes, back to the pink ass. <laughs> so I have a question. Yes. Is Absco sitting next to Eos at all? I imagine, like, because we were pretty grouped up and Absco was kind of looking after you during the battle. So I think they would definitely, if they were given their druthers, would be kind of sat next to you. Yeah. Okay. So Eos is going to look to Absco and kind of like tap her head and just ask, May I? She's oh, she has mind like, link. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, sure. <laughs> and she, she touches and taps it. their head. No, and <laughs> she doesn't want to say for the people watching them that she can communicate telepathically with him because space consent is sexy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No. Absco like looks at you and kind of gives you this mock salute and is like. Yes. What is happening? (laughs) (laughs) And since they're close enough, um, she uses Mind Link, which is a skill, to ask them, you weren't able to have Silverblade photograph those papers, were you? Absco, suddenly there's Eos's voice in your head (laughs) after (laughs) you give the salute. If Absco's eyes could get any bigger, they would, but they're kind of stuck open the way they are, so (laughs) it's, it's fine. Absco kind of, like... Oh, and it does like the the salute motion again, <laughs> tapping their head. Says, you know, I really didn't think to in the moment. It was really a quick rush job that we had going on there. So they're all in my pack. Okay. Well, here's hoping they don't confiscate them or that well, it's backed up on the computers. I have tight pockets. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we wait and. See what happens. Yeah. You are approached after a bit of time by somebody who wears enough pips on their uh, shoulders that you can guess they're probably fairly high ranking mm-hmm. as they come up and go, Now, y'all want to tell me what you were doing here? Hi, I'm Mordax. I'm from Absalon Station. This is my fighting, fighting robot, Silverblade. There was some nonsense going on in that building, some some cult stuff or something. We we filmed it all, if you want to see. And then we got out of there because they started shooting at us and they had a big monster. I, th- I think they were going to sacrifice us or something. Mordax, Mordax, calm yourself. Officer, we came in. I'm, I'm their manager. We came in to see if we've had some really wonderful fights on Absalon Station and we wanted to see if, you know, Silverblade... Yeah, we're part of we're part of the troop. Mordax's marvelous mechanical <laughs> machinations. Mm-hmm. They're really yeah. quite excellent. But we came here to see if we could, you know, get get them into uh, the fighting ring. And we met with this person. What was this person's name? I can't remember. Who was the guy behind the desk? Horaskar, I believe. Vesk. Yes, the Vesk. Horas... I cannot say his name. Mordax, you speak Veskid. Can you tell us? Oh, right. It was Horaskar. He's, you know, really famous in the fighting, you know, industry. And... But yeah. And he told us to go into a room and start signing contracts. And we did as they were getting pulled up. The the people who were helping us started walking out. And next thing we know, they're pulling guns and throwing grenades. And it got crazy. We have video of it. And if I can use, I can, can I use diplomacy to convince? Go ahead. Use your diplomacy. Do you want to try and help? Um, <laughs> with diplomacy? Like somebody. <laughs> I will. I will do do the best. (laughs) I can. I have not beat a ten with a total of eight. Okay. Oh no. Mordax is. Mordax. The good news is you didn't make it any worse. I got a twenty-seven with no assistance. It's twenty-seven. The officer seems as though he doesn't quite believe you. 
Y'all look pretty beat up. Not really. But something. <laughs> well, you did. You did come from from the explosion. Oh, and we did. We, so we cleaned up before we left. Did y'all clean up? I don't remember y'all no. cleaning up. I, I think we, we determined we you just showed up with like soot and dust on you. You oh, got healed. healed. Yeah. Yeah. And Eos <laughs> cleaned the blood off her paws. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. Yeah. So we have no viscera on us. <laughs> <laughs> We might There's be that. a little banged up. No, <laughs> for a but change. That works out perfectly because then, you know. It, yeah. What do they yeah, say they... in response to what I said? Well, so the officer looks at you and then he looks at Morag and says, You have video? Yeah. Where is it? Silverblade. You know, Silverblade has a camera, you know, for fights. I'm afraid we're going to have yeah, to take your so... robot as evidence. Oop. Well, I can just shoot it over to you. I'm sure you understand. You're not really in a position to bargain. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's just, you know, fighting, fighting, but, fighting robot. And so, yeah, yeah, take him. Uh, no. Uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead. Uh, Absco, what were you going to say? Officer, this is a little bit more than a robot. This is actually a member of our crew. And it would be very, very undiplomatic of you to take a member of our crew captive. I... I'm sorry. Do you have diplomatic status? He was not claiming that at all, officer. What we were talking about is this robot does have an AI and it would be, it is part of our crew. So we are happy to comply and allow you to bring your tech to copy their, their drive. But it's, it, arresting them for being an eyewitness does not seem like a charge that would stand. I don't wish to cause it. Very well. He pulls up his pad, hits a few buttons, and goes, Then I am holding the AI known as Silverblade as a material witness for up to 72 hours. Okay. That seems that seems reasonable. 72 hours. Where would that be? Chroma Security Station downtown. And I, I'm sorry, officer, we never got your name. <laughs> <laughs> there was no introduction, is all I'm saying. <laughs> no, you you are correct. You are correct. And I'm not <laughs> going to do what I was going to do anyway, what I usually do. Okay, I am Officer Dilrecu. Well, Officer Dilrecu. Yeah. And we feel very strongly that once you see this video, you will understand. This has been an unexpectedly crazy trip for us. First, we were over in the bazaar doing some shopping, and there was an explosion. And then we were like, we just need to come and get our business done. And we came here to see about getting more docs in. Now this is how we just we just want to just go home. This is this is a bit much for us. Understandable. I, I just have one other question for you. And he pulls out a sheaf of paper and goes, Do you care to explain why you're walking around holding paperwork about the preservation front? I give him a completely quizzical look and say, I, I where did that come from? One of your Can packs. I- Captain, that was me. I had noticed that there were these reams of paper around, and I wanted to procure enough evidence so that it could clear our involvement in any of this. You'll find on the video that it was all in place before I picked it up. Well, okay. we'll see about that. I think you're all going to be spending the night in custody just for, you know, your safety and ours. I'm sure you understand. Mordax at this point is just clutching onto his little blade and is not saying anything anymore. I I do not see where that would be a problem. We've done nothing wrong. And we would like to know if we will have access to a lawyer because we were just attacked on these premises without provocation. And Sure, you can call a lawyer if you want. Okay. Cool. We'll give you your phone call. All right. And don't right. we're going to fight this. They load you all up. They take you to the security place. Basically, they're they're... Jail with little force field rooms. There's a room set up with a number of cots in it and a force field. They usher you all into the room and activate the the force field door. No, Silverblade is kept separate. Silverblade is going to the technician's room to be, you know, checked for evidence. Okay. Mordax doesn't let go. (laughs) No, 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 no. I I stay with Mordax or with Silverblade. No, 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 no. I stay with Silverblade. The guard tells you that he's only going to tell you once, prisoner, in the cell. Mordax, just breathe. It'll be okay. Come join us. I know exactly how he was configured, and if you mess anything up, Mordax, it's okay. All right, Mordax, let's. All right. And is this you are an officer who is this Delrecchio? No, no. This is this is just another guard. Yes. You've been transferred, but there, there's been a number of guards now that have ushered you from station to station as they take. I want to get that uh, retinal scans and so forth. Can I get? You can do so. 
Okay. Officer number one, just call him that. <laughs> <laughs> this this can be guard three two one five zero. Got it. Of the chroma one five zeros. <laughs> there you go. All right. So when do we get to make our calls? You can make your calls. Obstacle, you call the ship. You are left. Yeah. You're left here with communication terminal. Obstacle. It's a monitored communication terminal, but a communication terminal. That's fine. Obstacle, you call the ship. I'll get in touch with Fuego. Mordax, reach out to your engineers and see if, just make sure that the ship is ready to go as soon as we are allowed to leave. And Eos, I don't know that there's anything more to do, but if you want to check in with your, if you want to see about finding a lawyer and calling us a lawyer, that would be great. Maybe we'll be lucky and there's one on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We have a lot of people with a lot of skills on that ship. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> maybe, maybe. <laughs> So I think Absco will do their call first. So I, I calms the ship and I say, Aronson, are you there? Aronson, reporting. Uh, how, how is the situation on the ground? All right. So we are in custody on Chroma. We're being held at the Chroma Detention Center. Is that where we decided? Okay. Yeah, Criminal Justice Center. We need a crew member who might be a legal expert to come here along with the security detachment. You hear him punch a few buttons and goes, gotcha. What else? I think if you could go into Mordax's quarters and get something comforting for them, they might need a pillow or a photograph or something to hug. <laughs> Aww. Huggable personal item. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> this could be a disaster. Okay. Yes. Otherwise, chief engineer's bedroom and take something personal <laughs> to bring comfort. That sounds really. I'm just picturing great. Mordax having like a full, like medium sized waifu pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know actually, why. Just like I suddenly had this like 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 Mortax's place is all like you know pristine, perfect, everything in its place, and then there's a waifu pillow just laying on the bed. Okay. I, I actually had uh, put a little. Uh, this is an aside, but I actually had put a little bit of thought into what her quarters would be like because I I go way too much in depth. And contrary to how it may seem that Mortax may keep their quarters, her quarters, Mortax's quarters are pristine with very very few objects of frivolity. Just a few tools. That's it. Got it. All right, cool. Got so it. Aronson got it, finds got it. like a spanner. Aronson's got it. Em's <laughs> <laughs> like, and if they allow it, maybe a pot of space chamomile for us all. <laughs> I will see what I can do. These are trying times, Aronson. I hope that you're holding Understood. down the fort well. I, I will. I will check when I get back. <laughs> and ending with a threat. Perfect. <laughs> In pure Absco fashion. Pure Absco. Yep. Good job. Don't fuck up. <laughs> I will know. Who wants to go? All right. I'll call Fuego. <laughs> All right. So I get on the calm and I reach out to Fuego. You are greeted by the sight of the flaming person that you met. Uh, in Corona. Hello. Hello. Um, why are you calling me from a detention center? Because that's how life seems to work out sometimes. We could use some assistance. We were attacked and we managed to escape, but we are in jail. Well, probably help you out. It's going to take a lot of, a uh, lot of pull, a lot of political capital here. I believe it's worth it. Suppose we could probably pull you out. We would be grateful. And I do believe that it would be worth it. They've confiscated one of my crew members for 72 hours. It's Mordax's droid, Silverblade, and they're digging through its... Ah, the little metal mouse. Yes, they were able to record everything that happened. So we should be exonerated fairly easily, but we could use some assistance. And we want to make sure that our entire crew is safe and doing well. Well, uh, the crew you left with me, I got him back to your ship. Wonderful. Still in critical condition, but uh, the nurses assure me he's stable. I have absolute faith in our crew, so that's wonderful. And if you do, if you can do whatever you can to get us out of here, I would be grateful. Um, some legal assistance would be appreciated. I will disappear into my giant bureaucracy and uh, see what I can do. Thank you. And then that's it. Hang up. We're going to be drowning in lawyers. Good. Yeah. <laughs> That's the point. legal fees. 
Mordax just slumps over to the console, hits a few buttons. Um, you, it was Zacharias, I believe, was the was the name that you had given me for the. It was like Z Zephyr Zacharias or something, right? <laughs> yes, yes, for your engineer, Z Zephyr Zacharias. Zacharias, this is Mordax. Ah, Mordax. How's things going down there? I don't believe that is a very professional way to address your commanding officer. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, apologies. Uh, mm. This is Zacharias reporting for duty. Status report. All systems green. Good, they better stay that way. We'll be back soon. Well, understood. Or we're ready to take off at a moment's notice. That's Zacharias right. out. <laughs> <laughs> Mordex walks away from the console. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was intense. Oh gosh. I um, love it. <laughs> Mordax just stupid crew members. Okay. Just random aside. Since Absco has already asked by the lawyer. Mm-hmm. And even though Eos doesn't know that yet, Angus has a small update about George. I'm thinking she's just going to call the ship and ask after George, since both of you, both Absco and Angus, have already asked about lawyers. Okay. So, quick aside, can I have told Eos or asked her if she has any specific plans on calling someone? Yeah, yeah you have you have perfect time to communicate between each other between here. Nobody's bothering you. Okay, so... I, I, you know, pull Eos aside. I'm like, okay, so I know that you have your call coming up. I think I have someone coming from the ship to help us out, but I want to have as many pokers in the fire as we can, so to speak. And then Absco does their best, like, wink that they can. <laughs> Both eyes blink very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You do understand that while I'm familiar with the archipelago i don't have any connections here oh but we have a larger connection than you realize maybe we reach out to our contact at the starfinder society no oh my god (laughs) why this is a monitored call we're in jail you think someone's not gonna be paying paying attention to absolutely everything going on yeah why don't we just take out a billboard too and say starfighters should have just gone with the gray and cerulean damn uniforms (laughs) 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 what is wrong with my crew (laughs) jeez no I didn't say that. Not your entire career at all. Like, gosh. I just. Angus is going to have an aneurysm. Yeah. Go ahead, Eos. Angus is having an aneurysm. If you had waited for me to respond, sir. (laughs) Oh, that was not in Angus's voice. That was all. No, I know. And that's Steph talking. If you had waited for me to respond, sir, have a little more faith in your other players. Absco's full of bad ideas. I don't know if anybody realizes this, but Absco has all of the bad ideas. <laughs> yes, they have all the bad ideas. Eos is going to arc a furry eyebrow. I don't think that's such a great idea with us being monitored and all, if we're supposed to be secret. Well, if you get the right contact, what was their name, Eo? Do you remember? Jay. Jay? Jay? Yeah, Jay. Jay. If we get Jay. You mean the number that went to a disconnected line? Well, it's worked in the past where we've thrown messages out into the void. And I don't believe Solomon would recognize me unless you want to use my call. No, no. It was just an idea. It was a thought. It, it's not a horrible one, but not a great one for keeping our cover. <laughs> so the the intention is there. Is this all happening with the, in your head or is this actually happening in the room? This is probably happening in the room. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I thought for sure, and I was totally cool with it, that Kenny was saying reach out to Abadar Corps because Kenny has connections there. Because well, no, I just, that's what I was expecting, too. perfect sense because Solomon has saved our bacons in the past. Well, so, okay. So, Absco didn't want to involve Abadar Corps specifically because Solomon is involved with Abadar Corps. If we don't know what's going on with Solomon, and we are it would here. make logical sense for us to reach out to them. But... Mm. Reaching out to the Starfinders is a very bad idea. <laughs> so being that, that we are doing this all out loud, anyone can chime in. Yes. <laughs> well, luckily, 
EOS has stepped in and said, Team Huddle. much what we want to hear. <laughs> I agree with EOS here. I, I definitely think that EOS should make their call. And if you want to check on Georgia's status with your people, that's great. But, you know, my goal is that Silverblade gets to come home with us because leaving Silverblade here is... Is not an option. They're a crew no. member. I completely agree, Mordax. This is what we're this is what we're working towards. No one's considering leaving Silverblade behind. All right. Mordax is just, you know, Mordax is a mouse. But if if mice could be sulky, I would say that that is the facial expression that is happening. Do, okay. do we have a sullen teenage mouse? I don't have to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> that was me talking. <laughs> no, I know that that was I would okay. not say that. That was great being, that was no, great being sassy. Right. You're entitled. Make your call. Let's see what happens. I feel like an idiot because all I can think of is just to call to check on George because logically she wouldn't know anybody in the area to call other than calling the temple, which isn't really going to help them when they're already embroiled with bombing. I think that makes perfect sense. I mean, you being the medical, the chief medical officer, you're calling in on the ship because you know that George is being transferred. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was, that was that my thought, sense. but I'm just kind of, I needed a of like, I've missed obvious things before. I don't want to miss this opportunity. No, Absco was just finding an opportunity to meddle. <laughs> no, it's a perfectly viable metal opportunity. <laughs> All right, so you're going to call the uh, the the ship for an update on George. On George, uh, the medical the the chief nurse answers the the call and gives you the update on George. Go ahead and give me a uh, life science check. See what you gather from the from George's condition, from what's being told to you. Oh, fuck. A nine. Eos, they're they're going on about George, but you're you're fairly distracted. From what you can tell, it seems that George is in critical condition. I mean, you're you're just dying not being able to be there, going over, well, have you done this test? Have you done this test? What are the results on this test? Well, we haven't done that test. Well, I need the results of that test. You know, all this. And and just like you're, you feel the frustration of not being able to be there and, and see what's going on and not sure that you can trust these people when this is your patient. So you are not entirely sure exactly how George really is doing by the time the the conversation is done. I mean, theoretically, he could have just gotten there. They may not have information. I I think it turns into a very frustrating call for you, Eos, that they haven't (laughs) done everything that you were expecting to be ready for a report. Yeah. And she is trying not to smash things. Um, and she would re- relay that information to everybody because I'm sure they're concerned about George, even though it's not a great update. Okay. You have a few hours before anything else happens, so go ahead. All of us have had our calls, and after yes. being escorted out, I ask, when does Silver... Uh, you are left in this room. The the oh. uh, communications console changes modes where oh. it is now it now charges you to use it. Well, what I want to do is see if I can get a guard or something and ask, when does... Silverblade get their call. They're a member of our crew. They're entitled to a call. Is that something for your lawyers to take up? You said there's bunks, right? Yes, there are. Okay. Not Mordax. very comfortable bunks, but bunks. That's fine. Mordax has this sort of like capey thing that she wears. So Mordax is going to go onto a bunk, curl up into a ball, fling the cape over herself, and look like she is having, you know, like a pissed off fit. In reality, she's going to start poking at her device. Silverblade, can you hear me? <laughs> It's a form of binary. That's amazing. Yeah. Was, was that an affirmative? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was something along the lines of they're taking me apart. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Um, d- 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 don't let them do that. Kick them. Silverlight? Soon over the open mic, you just hear a scuffle <laughs> breaking out. <laughs> some some mad cursing before the line goes dead. With uh, the, the last message you get being Silverblade <laughs> doing his war cry. Okay, Mardex is going to stay still for just... You see a couple of guards go running past you, <laughs> like running past the, the cell as though something major is happening. <laughs> Eos is going to sit down next to Mordax on the bunk, just kind of trying not to wonder where they're going. (laughs) 
just sees her <laughs> being upset and is trying to offer comfort, not knowing she's tinkering, thinking she's just kind of, this isn't happening, this isn't real. <laughs> and then, so the next thing you see then is the cape flinging itself back over and then Mordex is now standing up uh, sort of beside <laughs> and in front of you and I'm staring at Captain Angus. I understand that this is new to all of us and that I'm just a tiny little mouse person but this all can't fall on me all the time. I'm not a not an actress and this is this is just we need plans next time. You're the captain. You need to make better plans. This is not all on me not having convinced that Vesk enough. This is about all of us being totally crap, crap at at this thing that we're doing. And we need better plans next time because if anything happens to Silverblade, I quit. Silverblade is the only thing I have. You need a better plan next time. Mordox, nobody's putting anything on you as far as blame. No, but all the responsibility is falling on us. If all of this goes wrong, you all just get to go. You've got your your invisible friend, and the dog gets to go growl at people. Silverblade is all I have. We're trying to give you more than that, Mordax. But I want to be very clear. None of us are willing to let Silverblade go. He's part of the crew. He's important to you. He's important to us. So you can be mad. You can take it out on me. You can yell. You can scream. But don't think for a single minute... Any of us are not taking this seriously and are not taking what's happening with Silverblade very seriously. We will not be leaving without them. Period. I don't think you have any idea what it's like to be just alone on a space station with, with, with nothing and, and to just be abandoned by everyone. You have no idea what my life has been like. You just have your cushy space adventures and you don't know anything. So just keep that in mind when, when, when Silverblade gets to be the one that gets taken off. Mordox, we're all learning about each other. And you're right, I don't know what that's like. I do know what it's like to have been on the side you're on and watch everyone who I have made into my space family, my crew, where I was the engineer, all of them be murdered. I do know what that loss is like and then being stuck on an asteroid with no one. No one. So our stories are slightly different here. Our pain is our own and we will do our best to support you. That's all I can offer. If that's not enough for you, then I understand, but you're not alone in this. So Mordax was, you know, huffily sort of, you know, shaking during that entire interaction. And as soon as Angus said the thing about his crew, she sort of loosened her posture a little bit and wasn't quite so accusatorily standing. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Completely understandable. Is there anything else? No. Okay. You are interrupted by the sound of the force field being lowered as a guard with a black eye steps in. <laughs> <laughs> and right glares at Mordax as behind steps someone that you recognize from your crew in a suit and a tie carrying a briefcase. And behind him, an Efridi, also in a suit and a tie, except that his is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> the the The... One from your ship turns and looks at the guard and just arches an eyebrow at him. The guard grumbles and steps out, raising the force field. And then all of the, the force field around you tints. And you see a number of lights on the communication console dim as the man looks at you and goes, Well, seems you've landed yourself in a fine predicament, Captain. Aronson, that son of a bitch did it. <laughs> I don't know that we've been properly introduced. And he holds out his hand and he goes, I'm Carl C. Charleston, Esquire. Uh, shake his hand. And uh, I believe you phoned in some help from the embassy of the Efriti in Corona. I met this man at the entrance. I am sure that there can never be too many lawyers on your side. Quite true, quite true. I, I do believe so myself. Now, I believe you were acting under the orders of somebody or acting on information given you by one of our members. Is that correct? Yes. I see, I see. And and what was that member's name? I know them as Fuego. <laughs> Fuego, Fuego. Very well. Okay, we'll have to uh, have to bring him in for questioning. He's probably going to lose all of his diplomatic status, but uh, that's how these things go. Let's see here. Well, I think we can get you out of here. We'll probably have to leave right away, and that is when Charleston steps in. Now, now, wait a minute. We have another crew member here being held as evidence, and I'm going to argue code C37.5, uh, paragraph 3, dictates that artificial 
artificial intelligence shall be treated as organic intelligences. And uh, yeah, I think I can get you all out of here fairly quickly. I would suggest that we leave immediately. I don't have a problem with that. As long as we get to take Silverblade with us. And I turn to the Ifriti and say, is it necessary for you to intervene or can Charles take care of us? From he drugs a little bit and says, well, we can guarantee you diplomatic status on this. Uh, we'll have to, of course, punish Fuego for acting as a rogue agent, have to distance ourselves from it. But uh, we could make sure that you are free to go. If you wish to leave it to your own personal counsel, that is your choice. What about doing this in the service of public safety? I'm afraid that is going to be something far beyond our ability to handle. I turn to Charles and I Charles. Can you do this without their help? Scratches his head with the tip of a stylus. Well, you didn't make things easy, I can tell you that, Captain. But I think I can at least get you out of here. I well, <clears throat> Have you finished up your business on the Burning Archipelago? Eos is going to add, we didn't kill anyone. And in fact, I saved quite a few lives after that explosion. That has to count for something. Oh, I'm sure it would if it... Ended up going to trial in about, oh, six to nine months. <laughs> we don't have that kind of time. I turned no. to you. It was, look, the vid channels are already saying they have suspects in custody in relation to the bombing at the bazaar. Mordox, did Silverblades upload go through? Did Silverblades upload go through? <laughs> <laughs> it did. It did. Yes, it did, Captain. Okay. What I'd like to see you do is transfer the video portion of the recording to... Charles C. Charleston's <laughs> pad so that they can present it as evidence to clear us and get us out of here. I can do that, Captain. And I turn to Charles and say, let me know when you have it and let me know if that changes how things can go here. And I turn to the Afridi and say, I'll let you know as soon as we get done with this conversation, whether we need your assistance in the diplomatic status or not. Of course, I shall be waiting for your call. Yeah. Taps on the tinted force field, which is lowered. They allow him to step out as another guard is standing there with a fat lip clutching his side. Silver <laughs> <laughs> plate's awesome. Charles gets the video. <laughs> yes, Carl, uh, Charleston gets the video. Charleston. He, as he looks over it and watches some of it and goes, well, I, I could probably use this. I'm going to have to get an appointment with a magistrate right away. Do it. I'm afraid you'll be in here a few more hours, but probably get you out of here. Hours we can handle, months we cannot. And if we don't have to burn fuego, we don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> As Angus is just trying so hard to hold in the pun. <laughs> Absco in right. that in that break looks at Carl and says, So, Carl, I believe I asked Aaron, about a care package? Ah, yes. Reaches into his pouch, and he does. He pulls out your favorite spanner, the one you carry with you everywhere, Mordax. That's mine! And just hands it to you. Amsko thought this might bring you some comfort. Carl, before you go, I'd like to see if you can arrange for Mordax to see Silverblade, because looking around, I'm assuming there's something going on that involves them, and Mordax is the equivalent of a medic on our ship for Silverblade, and they deserve to be able to make sure that they're taken care of properly. He, Charleston gets a little smirk on his face as he goes, oh yes, uh, I believe the Metal Mouse is uh, living up to his name as a fighting robot. That's what I'd like. Uh, I, I don't think I can get Mordax in to see him right away, but don't worry, I'm also here as his representation. That's next on my list. Mordax just starts to smirk. Okay, get started, please. We'll, we'll be waiting. All right. And so you're left for a few hours. Every so often you see a guard limp by, <laughs> uh, <laughs> clutching some wounded part of them. Angus just goes and lays down on one of the bunks and just starts meditating, trying to find some right. peace within themselves. Yeah, Mordax will just sit back down on the bunk and play with the spanner. Um, Absco's going to go over the scene in their head at the of the of the shrine and everything that was in that room. Okay, I want to see if I can like zero in on exactly like a motive for what 
they're trying to accomplish the golden or the. Why don't you use your profession investigator to use your photographic memory to see what you can find? Sure. Or your memory, as best as, as good as it is, as you sit there yeah. and try and sort out. Was there anything you saw? That's the fifteen. Fifteen. You're trying to remember all the lists. The just the quick glance at the at the memos that you've seen at the lists at, 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 at what you saw in there. Is this something Eos could help you with? I was just going to ask that because as a doctor, you might have ways of helping him remember things easier. I was also going as a Surin Ray hmm. um, devotee because I'm sure she may know something about these preservation front people and extremists tend to shout what their agendas are. Go it's ahead like, and go ahead and roll your uh, knowledge religion. Mysticism, or, I think. Or mysticism, I'm sorry, mysticism <laughs> is, is the new knowledge religion. I'm so used to Pathfinder still. Okay, it's mysticism, okay. yes. I've got D&D on the brain, so I went looking for it mm-hmm. too. Thank you. That's enough to aid. 14 is enough to aid. So that becomes a total of 17. You remember seeing the Brass Bazaar on on a list of locations. A list list of names, list of places. It seems that they were getting instructions from somebody, but uh, you haven't had a chance to go over it to tell where. But there were definitely what seems to be memos that were orders. Okay, so as to kind of set the scene, as soon as like Angus goes to lay down and... Uh, Mordex goes to calm down. I sit next to Eos and I look at her and I kind of salute again. (laughs) 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 And then I look... I look at her very meaningfully. And she places a hand on their arm to form the mind link. And Asuka says, all right, we have an abundance of time and we need to figure some things out. Absco starts recalling like the names that they see on the list, the the fact that they saw the Brass Bazaar. Uh, like, so what does Eos come back come back with? I don't know a lot about them. And she's obviously still speaking telepathically. They're a splinter group that it doesn't really make much sense for them to be this violent. They've talked a big game, but a bombing? Hmm. Well, it's even more important that we kind of get to the center of this. I don't want to put anyone else through what we went through. Do you think that this is going to be centered here on the archipelago? Because if so, we're talking our way off of the archipelago. Their main concern is the archipelago. They don't, they want it left alone, as far as I understand. So our mission here is already compromised. Well, then it sounds like we might need the Afridi. If we want to get to those records. All right. I'll let the captain know. And so Absco like salutes again. (laughs) 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 And um, she takes her hand back. (laughs) Absco walks up over to Angus, sees that. uh, Angus is like napping, right? Just meditating. So just sort of sitting up and just, well, actually, I think he'd be laying down. So, yeah, it looks like he's napping, but he's just meditating. So, does, so, does your moat do anything super cool when you meditate? Actually, it just kind of, it floats right into the center of his forehead and just rests there. I was hoping it would have like a loading. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it just sits there loading. Absco kind of lays down next to Angus and puts their mouth like up, like next to their ear and says, Captain. <laughs> Does open his eyes and just says, yes, obstacle. I, I hope you found some peace. My ear twitches in his face and just sort of slaps his mouth. <laughs> right. Well, we if we are trying to prevent any more of these extremist activities, Eos and I think that we may need to stay on the archipelago, and we've just been trying to talk our way off of the archipelago. One thing at a time. Getting out of here is the first step. Alright. I just don't want a ASS Roseate banned for life from the archipelago. We still have the <laughs> diplomatic community th- card to play. Right now we're just going with our crew member to see how they do. If that doesn't work out, then we... Ruin Fuego's career. I'm sure Fuego will have other opportunities, but for now, you know, we do our best not to hurt other people who are helping us, okay? Oh, absolutely. But, you know, we have a back pocket Afridi lawyer. We have a back pocket Afridi lawyer, and, and I say this super quietly, and if it comes down to it, we do have Solomon. We can reach out, and they don't know what we know, and we just say, oops, we're in trouble, and see what they can do. So, 
Well, trust me, I have I've, plan I have backup plans. If you haven't been thinking about it already, if we do have to burn Fuego, there's plenty of room on the ship. I'm aware. We have we have several options. We haven't even had you reach out to Abadar Corp to see what you can do with your resources. I have many plans in my back pocket for this. We're just starting with step one. Okay, I'll be in the corner twiddling my thumbs then. A few hours later, <laughs> Carl. A few hours later, Carl Charleston steps into the room. All right. Well, I've managed to uh, get you all released. We have to leave Chroma immediately, and it's probably best if we leave the archipelago altogether fairly soon. Okay, so we don't have to leave immediately from the archipelago. We just can't be in Chroma. Got it. Yeah, like. Ever. <laughs> I turn to Mordax and say, I'm sorry that your career potential here is not going to be able to see fruition. And I turn back to Carl and I say, where is my other crew member? Uh, Silverblade is waiting in another holding room. Let's I will be go. taking you directly to him before I, we leave. I don't even wait for anyone else. I just start walking. I'm like, let's go. Mordax just jumps up from the cot thing and follows. <laughs> you get to the room where there are no fewer than four guards standing outside, each of them sporting various obvious injuries and <laughs> each of them glaring at Mordax. Mordax is going to raise one eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> I turn to Carl and I say, is there a reason they're still in our way? We're here to see my crew member and I believe we are legally allowed to. I don't even address them. I turn to the lawyer. <laughs> the lawyer just looks at them as one of them sullenly hits the button inside you see silverblade has gotten up on the table and is clutching his chest plate <laughs> and has his hand his his little claws up ready to just hit somebody that comes at him mordax do please do an inspection and tell us how much time you'll need to get silverblade back into the same condition they were in when we brought them here yes captain and mordax will go check it out silverblade seems to relax as you approach and with what looks like mechanical sadness holds out his poor battered chest plate it looks as though he has used it to bash a few people in the head <laughs> i don't think this is anything that i can't handle later on the ship captain please do a thorough inspection make sure you have all the parts make sure that they have not damaged their memory and anything that is missing and i turn to carl make sure that anything that she tells you is missing is returned immediately Absolutely. All right. And then I turned to Mordax. I'm like, Mordax, we'll wait outside while you get everything together. Just to give you Thank some time you. alone. Because I think we all get that that separation was hard for you. And we want to give you a few moments. <laughs> but all right. also with the implication of get it done quickly because we need to get the hell out of here. Mm -hmm. uh, Absco leans in and says, I can just stay in the corner. No one will have to see. Ordex kind of squints, a little confused, and then moves over to go inspect Silverblade. <laughs> Give me your engineering check. Oh, well, I got a two, but I was 16. So 18? <laughs> 18. As you, as you look around, I mean, you are looking at everything. Everything seems to be there. The chest plate... You can see it is being held by, by Silverblade. He's also got a couple of other exterior plates that have been removed, but everything looks to be in functioning order. It's okay, buddy. We'll, we'll, we'll fix that up, and we'll make it prettier next time, all right? I'm really sorry. Grabs his little arm plate and, like, tries to slap it on, and it just clatters off. Mordax will pick it up. His shoulders slump, and his head drops. Mordax will And he, like, covers, covers the big hole in his chest with his chest plate like he's embarrassed. <laughs> Mordax is going to take off her cloak and put it on Silverblade, sort of guide him off of the table. They'll start walking out. All right. So Mordax and Carl come out of the building with Silverblade all wrapped up in a cloak. He's holding it over himself, all huddled up under it. The cloak is Mordax sized, so really, it's not he's trying to huddle up under it. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, like at this point, like the, like that's the relationship is to 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 Silverblade. This is like a full size cloak for him. You know, <laughs> he's used to wearing Isoki sized things. Do they give us an escort? Out of the chroma? Oh, yes. They escort you <laughs> to the plasma tunnel for chroma back to Dawnshore. And we're cleared of any charges? Or how does that work? You are banned from chroma. Mm -hmm. the, the evidence, basically, uh, Carl is able to explain to you that the evidence that you provided was enough that they knew they couldn't bring charges against you, but they couldn't really just, like, let you go off scot-free. So you are permanently banned from chroma. Okay. 
Well, I feel like if works. this were a movie, Mordax would sort of look around at all the different, you know, fighting robot billboards and things and sigh and then wrap, wrap her arm around Silverblade's arm and then go off. <laughs> okay. Right off into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll get to the burning archipelago, not Chroma one <laughs> dome. Okay. So you get to, to Dawn Shore. Would Dawn be the Shore. next door the next dome. You're able to get a crawler to uh Dawn Shore, the, the public crawlers. All right. So let's head to our ship and reach out to Fuego and see yep. if Fuego can meet us there. I want to make sure that Eos gets to check in on George and we get to do some in-depth looking at the video. Yeah. Absco did not get any of the stuff that he picked up from from the site, as that is evidence. Do we get copies of it? Can our lawyer request that? He takes a great big sigh and pinches the bridge of his nose and goes, I just got you out of a very bad situation. And now you want me to go back and ask for copies of evidence. <sighs> they were on my person. What do you say? They're, they're I'll on see my what person. I can do. Sorry, yeah. Just, I'll see what I can do. Okay. And he turns back and just very wearily steps foot on a trawler heading back to back to chroma as as carl gets on the the crawler i'm, I'm like you're heading for a commendation <laughs> and perhaps uh, what, what he says back sounds suspiciously like oh joy <laughs> <laughs> what is with all the attitude just do your job that's what we're trying to do <laughs> uh, we get on the ship and is fuego able to meet up with us or no yes you make the the call to fuego well you make the call to fuego and fuego is very happy to see that you have gotten out of jail he heard that you made quite a ruckus there in chroma <laughs> didn't quite manage to to catch the people uh his his sources are saying they've all scattered and gone to ground but you have at least disrupted them for some time he'd love to come meet you but he's not particularly allowed in dawn shore ah Okay. Is there some he'd, he'd can meet? Offer to meet you at night, but that doesn't really exist here. <laughs> <laughs> Is there another place in the archipelago we could meet then? We only can't go to Chroma. Uh, the best place is to meet him. He gives you uh, coordinates in the bazaar. Okay. Uh, right in front of the Temple of the First Ones. All right. With that, I think uh, Mordax and Absco and Angus would sit down to go over the video and get what we can out of it. The database that was downloaded, names of any okay. of the guards that we were working with who might be associated with this group, anyone who touched Silverblade or us in the police, and then if not them, as far up the chain as we can get so we can give those names to Fuego. And then Eos, I would like staff to have Eos check on George. <laughs> Sound reasonable? Okay. Absolutely. That All was right. my thought. <laughs> so Eos is going to go check on George. Mm -hmm. uh, George is lying in the med bay. They've got him sedated at the moment. George sustained multiple injuries. Collapsed lung, several broken ribs, a number of fractures, uh, some internal hemorrhaging. He's stable. He suffered... Also suffered burns over uh, some 60% of his body. My healing spell did nothing? <laughs> no, your healing spell did saved his life. George was supposed to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we reacted really so, well then. <laughs> Good. I, 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 I will give you the little behind the scenes GM bit. I fully intended for George to die right there. Oh. You're going to take um, that cool voice away from me? <laughs> but you did manage to save George's life. He has several weeks of recovery, even with the top-notch med bay here. All the signs show that while he is not completely out of the woods yet, he's well on his way toward recovery. Your fast acting and, and your, your connection to Saren Ray seems to have saved his life. I will take that. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Really Absolutely. Angus and Absco are going over what evidence they have. And Mordax. Mordax is the and Mordax. So, yes. yep. Everyone is going over what, what evidence they have. Go ahead and give me your investigator check or perception checks. Whoever wants to help or if you want to make your... I'll help. Whatever. Go ahead. 18, I help. Mm -hmm. Ugh. And 18. That's a help. So that is plus four, giving you a total of 30 on your investigator. Nice. Check. Yep. You, let's see here. With the computer data bank that you got. Which, let me just say, brilliant move, Britt. Mm -hmm. So good. So yep. I don't think thought to do that. I, the video was my idea, but the, the getting the information, I think, was somebody else's idea. You, you, was it you, Seth? Brilliant yeah. idea. <laughs> Fantastic. You have the entire data bank 
names, potential targets, a manifesto, which shows that this group is a splinter from the Preservation Front, mm-hmm. uh, a group that feels that the Preservation Front has been taken over by moderates who seek reform and are not willing to take enough action in the name of the Burning Mother. But this group also seems to have had some sort of patron mm-hmm. uh, who is giving them orders, someone higher up a food chain. Any I'm not in that person how are they do they say anything about how they're connected to that person like how are they contacted give me a computers check to see what you can find in the metadata all of us whoever wishes to roll computers checks what's your computers 13 mine's plus oh i'm I'm going to help (laughs) in this (laughs) that's an 11 nice oh Absco barely helps. Right, okay. I help, so you have plus four. All right. Cool. Oh, oh. 17, 17 plus four. Hey. 21. 21. Dirty 20 works. <laughs> okay. Yuck. So here's how Angus and Absco help. Mordak, she managed to pull the metadata from a lot of the communiques. They're obviously quite encrypted. A lot of jumping and hopping from satellite to satellite to, to hide where it came from. Absco and Angus, though. You, something about this niggles at you. You've seen this encryption before. Uh, Wait for it. Penny in the air. You saw this encryption on another databank that you downloaded several months ago. Gideon's? Yeah. Solomon. I'm getting right sick of her. All right. Well, we know what's going on now. So if we if we reach out to Solomon, that's not going to go well for us. No, I bet you they know exactly where we're at, where we're at and what we're doing. Do you think they they tracked us that much that they chose to bomb because they knew we were going to be there? So you don't know much about Solomon, but well, I mean, I read the reports and things. Did you re- did you read the portion where they brought Absco, myself, and our two previous crewmates to? an asteroid arranged to have terrible things happen to all of us so that we were alone and malleable to become a group and then has been setting us on missions all across the universe that could get us killed? Mordax looks decidedly sheepish. Oh, I I think I might have skimmed that part. That's okay. Well, uh, here's what I'm thinking. We haven't touched base with Solomon in some time. It's been several weeks since Phaedra and Kira have left the ship, and we haven't even called Solomon once. Though we've been investigating Eve just as much as we've been working with Solomon. For all they know, we're on Eve's side now. I wouldn't put it behind Solomon to be behind this just for us. Well, I think reaching out to Solomon is uh, has to be one of our next steps because we can still explain away what has going on as far as why we're here is finding information on Eve and we're trying to track down the adventure hook. That's what we want. That's what we need to do. I haven't cleared our crew yet. I've only gotten through the letter C. Well, that does not stop us from having to move forward. You're right, but we don't know who could be helping Solomon at this point. No, and I think no. that Solomon is old enough and sneaky enough that we probably won't. So we need to we need to move so, forward. So make a plan. Well, let's turn over all of these proposed locations to the authorities, though I don't know if they're going to bother now that we're not going to be there. I think we turn them over to Fuego so that Fuego can start talk, tracking down the locals who are involved and get the information we came here for so we can leave. So we Fair. meet with Fuego. And after all this time, I'm assuming it's almost time to go. We've just been doing analysis until then. Yep, yep, you're good. So just a time is a fluid concept at the table. Sure. <laughs> at the tail end of that, Mordax is just looking increasingly more and more concerned and keeps looking. Oh no, what did I say to him earlier? <laughs> um, it, so all of this is sort of if you contact him, how are you going to explain the new ship? We have the contracts saying that we were offered. Basically, I'm going to say that. Bra caught some attention and people offered us this ship to do jobs for them. And so we'll be running jobs. And we have a department that's taking care of monitoring what those jobs are and doing the trading and whatever else we have to do. We're still doing what we're here to do. Right, right. Do you like hiring that? I totally want that. (laughs) (laughs) I dig it. (laughs) All right. All right. Mordax had time to get Silverblade repaired. I, my assumption was oh. that Mordax would take care of <laughs> yes. Mordax would take care of that before joining us with the analysis, and then come in with the analysis. Which is Mordax, they didn't get far. They rolled a four. Okay. They, they, they didn't get far in the dismantling of uh, Silverblade. 
Perfect. Um, took a few plates off, and yeah, when they when they took Silverblade's chest plate off, the, the the memory banks, as as you look through them, I'm sure they proved to be quite amusing. As he took the plate off, and then it begins registering all the hits. <laughs> you know, because because robot fight, they'd have sensors in their chest plate for how many times they get hit. Yeah, so so it just starts registering all the hits as you know the 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 telemetry tells you that he was swinging it around using that in place of his great sword and just whacking people. And there would be camera. <gasps> there would be footage. So that oh gosh put in oh the, yes that could be part of the entertainment floor now I'm I'm certain the video makes its way it's like World Star you know it starts making its way through the ship <laughs> pretty soon everyone's like hey man have you seen the video check this out that is the coolest fighting robot like he just beats up like five people five That's six amazing. guards trying to tackle him and he's just wailing on them with his chest plate I love it Mordex is gonna get Silverblade up to you know fighting shape just getting the plates back on that were detached mm-hmm. but Mordax has considerably calmed down now that Silverblade is back in her position and is realizing that she needs to get back focused on the task at hand or else they're gonna they're not gonna let you know Mopey Mouse slide for too long so just the cursory amount of work on Silverblade and then going to go get back to work okay one of the things that Angus would say is Mordax I want you to make sure that there is a complete offline copy of all of this because Solomon is capable of deleting or editing any of it. I want to make sure all of it is saved somewhere where it can't be hocked, can't be changed, can't be damaged. I can do that. You have until we're ready to leave. So get to work. And then, you know, as soon as they're done, all four of us, all five of us uh, with Silverblade would get ready to head out. And so you end up back in the bazaar. The security in Corona is uh, a lot tighter than when you were there just a day before. All of your papers are checked, rechecked, triple checked on the way in, but you are allowed to enter. Uh, The atmosphere in the bazaar is much more subdued. A lot fewer people there, only about half the shops even open. Uh, You meet Fuego near the Temple of the First Ones. With him... With Fuego is a dark hooded figure as you approach. And that <laughs> all the time we have for today. Yeah. And so, for experience points, I am your host and GM, Miu. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Miu Plays Games. I'm Kelric. You can find me on Twitter at EQ Points or at Cormelon. And I'm still feeling sheepish. Yelling at Kelric for 10 minutes. <laughs> Not for it. <laughs> at Atomic Firebird. <laughs> I am Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at PunderDrone. I'm Steph, and you can find me on Twitter at LunaStarWind. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.